You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. Carrie. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Now for a lesson. Anime Attacker Show Yokoso. Good evening. Welcome to the Anime Attacker Show. You may have heard these words before, but I'll teach you what they really mean. Remember, we will be discussing all episodes up to the ones we talk about tonight. Hanata go Sokora o Kimishi Nanara Soyo. If you don't mind spoilers, welcome. Go beyond! Hello, friends, and welcome to the Anime Otaku Show. This is the Anime Otaku Show, episode number seven. I'm, of course, CJ, the half-assed boat. And joining me on the magical world through the animus is Josh. It's a good thing to be a bit of a pervert, McGrath. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Not to be outdone by Carrie Armu, far away from home, Wilcox. Hi. And finally deciding it's a good idea to join us. Justin, do drugs taste good? Hell yeah, they do. Ah, give me the pills. One drugs, please. One drugs, children. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, welcome back, you guys. Yeah. Yay. That's the only good part about Mondays. Glad, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm able to help and yeah, totally sick. Uh-huh, I believe you. <laughs> I, I was sick and also slightly inebriated. Uh, both of those are not excuses not to show up. Just, just that's saying. true. Hey, you you know JFab needs to make an appearance on the anime show. That's probably going to happen eventually. Especially, that's probably going to happen on the 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 episode of the show that we decide to uh uh. And discuss the finale of Darling the Franks because I'm probably gonna need to get lit. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. will understand the majesty that is JFab. All right. Uh, speaking of JFab, what are we talking about tonight? Well, tonight's shows are, of course, Darling the Franks, season uh, season one, episode two and three. Uh, what it means to connect and fighting puppet. Grand Crest Senki, or Record of the Grand Crest War, uh, Episode 3, Battle Flag, and Episode 4, Decision, How to Keep a Mummy, Episodes 1, 2, and 3, White, Round, Tiny, Wimpy, and Ready, Toyed With and Chased Around, Being Small is Hard, and It's Scary When Someone You Care About Gets Sick. We're getting to be like light novel chapter levels of titles on <laughs> yeah this right between judy tyson this jesus Jeez. okay <laughs> and then of course uh the anchor ancient magus bride uh, episode 15 and 16 there's no place like home and god god's mill grinds slow but sure yeah uh before we get too deep into the discussion however podcast listeners we have to pay some bills uh, so you're gonna hear some. Uh, you're gonna hear some words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned.
And we're back. Thanks for hanging out for us. You want an ad-free experience? Make sure you tune in live Mondays at 9 10 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash geekio show. You've been infected by fake person time. I have been. Uh, It's time to murder myself. Uh, because fake fake people time makes me want to commit seppuku. Uh with the frisbee? That's an old joke. I wonder if anybody remembers that one. Uh, um, maybe. Uh, I don't. Sounds familiar. I don't know. Committing seppuku with a frisbee. Um. Also, because he because he can't talk because he's paranoid about doing it. Uh, thanks, Raul. You now have my permission to pick me up, Garza, for producing the show, so I don't have to and break things. Yay! Thanks, Raul. Oh man. So. Let's start with Darling and Franks. Okay. We're all, I think we're all holy in. shit. We're all in on this one. Oh this yeah, is, no, absolutely. This is not what? just going to be some kind of flash in the pan shit. This is Oh, you mean like uh, Card Captor Sakura? <laughs> By the way, uh Rip Card Captor Sakura that didn't even get through 3 episodes because even my daughter didn't want to watch it anymore. Yeah, I mean, if you like, if you're like me and you haven't actually watched any Cardcaptor Sakura, it makes sense that you wouldn't actually want to watch the series. But, well, even like, even so, like, she had no desire to watch it. And like, the first two episodes were like, "Yay, I get to watch this thing with my daughter." And then third one comes around, she goes, "Okay, I'm kind of done with this. Can we watch Dragon Ball Super?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes, we can." <laughs> yeah, um, it's there weren't enough highs and lows it was all kind of the same saturation of sugar throughout oh yeah absolutely and we we needed to go brush our teeth so yeah yeah absolutely so we uh we went from really super saccharine to just squishy mushy with uh how to keep a mummy but more on that in a bit yeah but first uh not so well there's some squishy mushy bits Oh yeah, uh, there like is. Like ass controllers. <laughs> yeah, ass controllers. We learned how the Franks are driven, guys. It's yeah, love like, handles. The answer is love handles. Yes, because not, trigger. Oh god. Well, not Damn surprising it, for the fact <laughs> that that was a trigger pun. He just pointed it out. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, to be fair, this is a trigger anime exploring intimate relationships. Yeah, what I said in episode one about this being a show about relationships, it went even further than I thought it was going to. We are dealing with metaphors for sex using adorable giant robots. Yes, I thought they were completely sentient there for a moment. Um, Fuck's sake, Discord. (laughs) Oh yeah, we have a Discord. Just get prepared if you're in there to me grumping at you if you say stuff in there while I'm recording a show. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so I, I was like, "Wait, are these robots just fully sentient?" And then I realized that that's the face, and that's the face of the. Per- oh God, is the face of the girl? <laughs> yeah, she literally connects to the Franks, and then the stamen connects to her. Um, I do like how one of them was literally moaning, and her and her stamen just like, "No, don't moan! Stop that! That's it's a natural reaction." <laughs> yeah. They they did a really good job of capturing the awkwardness of exploring that side of yourself for the first time by putting these kids in obviously like sex driven robots 
with no sex ed whatsoever. Yeah, not knowing what a kiss is. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, like there there is no context. These kids have no context whatsoever for what it no. is they're doing. Like, and they it also it looks like they have never touched each other. They're, it looks to be like completely segregated, like even during mealtime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you're zero two. Oh, yeah. she's zero two. She, she doesn't have that honey. I um. Mm. Right. So she we likes- did get to see the uh. We got to see the opening. What'd you guys think of the opening? I think the opening sequence is trigger, and I love it because yeah. it's it's got <laughs> like, English, but it's good English, and the, I'm okay the, the, with that. The song isn't super fantastic. Like r- right now, my op jams are the original Ancient Magus Bride opening theme, yeah. and the opening for uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront. And that's fantastic. And mine's in a Yashiki because uh, it is Man on a Mission, and I'm willing to listen to anything that Man on a Mission does. Did Man on a Mission do the opening for uh, Flamenco? No. Uh, They they did uh, Iron Blooded Orphans. Okay. They did. Oh, yeah. They also did. They did that. They did Log Horizon. Yes. And they did a Seven Deadly Sins opening. Yep. And uh, I wonder if you like them so much. Yep. The people that did. the people that did the opening for Samurai Flamenco. Samurai Flamenco is a spy air. Spy air, that's it. Yeah, and uh, they haven't done anything in a little bit, but sad. Anyways. So Anyways, uh, so I mean, like, I, I yeah, I dig this. I mean, yeah, it's 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 super trigger. I like this one better than um, Kisniver. Kisniver, though. And don't get me wrong. Go. I love I love Kisniver's song, but the 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 actual like scene of it was so trippy that i was just, i just kind of turned me off and then i just put it on my spotify playlist and covers <laughs> yeah see i love but, the song from kids Niver. i'm i'm not digging the song for uh for darling in the frogs but the sequence the actual animation sequence is pretty good yeah I, i'm actually pretty okay with the opening song uh but the thing about kids Niver is is that that song like actually makes me sad knowing yes. the background of the song because that was the that was the last song that the lead singer of Boom Boom Satellites recorded before he passed away. Oh, oh right. Yeah. And that was like that was a huge bu- that was actually one of the reasons I didn't finish Kisniver because I actually got sad watching it. Oh, yeah. Like uh, I've I've liked Boom Boom Satellites since the first Appleseed movie made in like the 2000s. But, yeah, uh, I don't watch the Ancient Magus Bride OP because it makes me sad, but for a completely different reason. But for a completely different reason, as in it's bad. It's a it's, bad opening. All right. <laughs> but but speaking of Kids Niver, we had a bit of a of a um a deviation with them, right? Like Trigger was going a little bit more uh, philosophical, um, but yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, like, was, it was a departure from their usual form, mostly I think to prove that they could. Yeah, they did cerebral extremely, extremely well. And now with Darling in the Franks, we're getting back to what people think of when they think of Trigger. Yeah. And, and you had a definite departure with Little Witch Academia, like full shoujo, like, like, which is kind of weird. Like watching a Trigger show with like watching Little Witch. And it's like, when is this going to go sideways? <laughs> it never when goes sideways. 
when the fan communities get a hold of it. Yeah, but like in the show itself, it never really goes sideways. I'm like, I'm I'm not sure what I'm getting here. <laughs> All right, so I want to ask you something about Darling the Fox that I noticed while uh so they all went on the sortie and mm. hero was hero was training by himself yep in the big yellow robot and did you guys look at the the cockpit of the robot that he was in no as much as i could they don't they don't show it for too terribly long yeah they show it for a split second do you know what the joystick looks like i'm sure it looks like a penis because masturbation no it looks like a big old ass oh jeez it looks like the control scheme for the for the regular robots, right? It, but it's a single person, so yes, it's obviously a masturbatory. Like they sequence. they installed flashlights into the thing, is what you're saying. It's like you you look at it; it just looks like a stationary ass with controllers coming out of it. They installed a flashlight into the single one. <laughs> I was like, wow, they really do like they don't think the fact that the girl leaning over and having controllers coming out of her love handles is a weird thing. That's just how robots are piloted. Yeah. There, yeah. There's no weirdness involved in this. This is just, it is how it is. It's completely normalized. It's just how they're raised. Yeah. Also, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you guys probably talked about this on the first episode, but have you guys determined what all the name puns or the name uh, schedule, what the, the name significant significances because i got uh, all of them down now other than uh other than hero yeah hero is like ichi roku and yeah, then Ichigo, ichi, ichi, and then yeah. goro is 56 and uh some of the other per- like they're all numbers and i thought yeah well yeah cool he says that in the second episode like why am i ichigo because that's kind of what your number sounds like yeah, and for some reason, because I'm not, I'm just a filthy white American pigu. Um, I, I didn't realize what Heroes was for a little bit. I'm like, wait, that doesn't. Oh, wait, I forget that one is either Ichi or Hitots. And, wow. Um, yeah, that makes sense that way. The thing, same thing with uh, Mitsu. <coughs> Mitsuru is a number. Mitsu is three. Right, and he's like num. He's 50 no he's 30 something right i can't remember but i, guess, I, I think I he's actually like, like 300 and something okay yeah because only um only ichigo and hiro have low numbers yeah they're right. the only they're the only double digits well goto is 55 but they're the only two that are in the teens 56 56 what <laughs> jeez justin sorry i was just hey. <laughs> Now, now, dear, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. God no, damn, yeah. The, sorry. The, the, the naming conventions make perfect sense. I actually thought you were talking about the uh, the names for the individual fronks themselves. Oh, which are all no. flower puns. Yes, they're all flower puns. That one I noticed because I'm a, I am know a bunch of botany nerds. <laughs> um, wish, sometimes I wish I was a botany nerd. Now, now, I think the only Bonnie nerd you wanted to be is only legal and medical purposes in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, although I did get, I, I do have a, uh, so I got a cookie jar, a Mega Buster cookie jar for Christmas for my soon-to-be father-in-law. And uh, we were on keto when we got that. 
So instead, we decided to make it into a cookie jar. So I have a Mega Buster cookie jar. Flower vase. Oh, yeah, flower vase. That's right. I'm a <laughs> dummy. <clears throat> so, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, we got you. We got you. Um, so the guy's name is Dr. Franks. Hakase Franks. Franks Hakase. There yes. you go. Dr. Frank. I, I, I still love him. Yeah. He's the best. You've only seen him like three times, but he's still fantastic. fantastic. He's, he's a Frank-tastic. fabulous old man. He's Frank-tastic. 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 Yeah. Yeah. This, this culture is very clearly horribly fucked up from something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we got a brief scene of the adults all disguised, including Monkey Face Papa. Uh, from the inauguration ceremony thing, discussing fuel reserves being low in the one plantation and transferring it from one of the other plantations through kissing. Kissing will yeah. commence in 176 minutes. So I wrote that down, but it was going to be super awkward to make <clears throat> it anybody's nickname other than Josh, and then he gave himself his own nickname. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It was too good to pass up. But you were going to be kissing will commence in 176 minutes. Bitch, so I do I'm that when I want, not on schedule. <laughs> I'm looking forward to see how much they get out of the area that they're in, and I'm wondering to see like if they go Gurren Logan levels of space travel and stuff like that. We will, we will find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Mostly, what I'm really space fascinated travel by at the moment. Straight out fucking. <laughs> um, hey, if you if she's seeing stars, you know you're doing good. You and I, we go Gatai. You, me, <laughs> Gatai. <laughs> um, the, the, the fact that both the, the primary Franks weapons and apparently the Klaxosaurs themselves have a connection to magma energy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I just thought about what, what that would mean if they actually, if any of the Franks actually did Gatai. It's basically a gangbang. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. Something I noticed uh, with the whole metaphors of like, you know, the the graduation ceremony or whatever being almost like a wedding with their fingers being bound and the startup ceremony being the wedding. It's by red thread, mind you. Yes. The female pilots of the, the gang that just graduated, all of their suits are white with various accents. Yep. Zero two suit is red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's sense. shown as kind of the wild one, the older one, the more because experienced she's had one. Lots of other partners. Exactly. Roxanne. You don't have to. Put up. Um, I don't, I don't want to get copyright strike. <laughs> no. It parody. It's all right. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, yeah, it is obvious. And it's also like I kind of like the fact that even though it is obviously like a male dominated thing, like the females are not super submissive. Minus yeah. uh, glasses waifu. Yeah. Hey, that commanding officer lady was quite the intimidating figure there. Yeah. Nana. Nana. And well, what's the other in, guy's in- name? Uh, the other commanding guy. officer. 
He I, is I don't know. That guy. G-A-I. Like, <laughs> and even though in a typical configuration like what we've seen so far, the male pilot is the one who's actually controlling the robot, the female is still the one who sets the pace. Yeah, as seen right. in the uh, rescue mission when um, Ichigo just kind of goes flat. like Right. Yeah. Because what a shock. She starts thinking of another man when she's being uh, fronked. Handled. Fronked in the arse. <laughs> or or in the episode before where a uh, uh, shrieking asshole tries to push his robot farther than his partner can take, yeah. Can take and completely fucks the whole thing up. Yeah, because, you know, you, you got to be gentle back there, man. <laughs> okay, I think we need to have a quote up or episode. Nope. <laughs> Dude, while we're talking about this show, fuck that. <laughs> Fuck this, fuck that, fuck everything in a giant robot. <laughs> I mean, this show is like, they're taking everything that they did and learned with like Kill la Kill and shit like that and just amped it up to 11. Now, <laughs> now I'm, okay I'm going to be reaching, that. I'm going to be reaching for a pretty old uh, reference here. Does anybody remember uh, Vandred? No. Vaguely. The, the name sounds familiar, but that's it. Okay. This very much reminds me of of Vandred where the male and female characters had to it was one male character because in the world that he was in uh, pretty much all of the males had died and this guy got landed onto a female only ship but he had <sighs> some kind of ability that made it to where that whatever whichever I mean, combination of him and one of the other heroines on the ship made it transform and he was basically like piloting them it's kind of an old like it sounds garbage why would any man ever want to drive a ship that turns into a woman Raul <laughs> seen it Raul seen it yes do okay. see you turn into a giant woman <laughs> <laughs> nice um, so, I mean, the second episode, you got mostly exposition. You didn't really get any kind of action other than the mock battle, um, which is kind of really... needed because literally nothing is known about this world. Yeah, yeah like I, we, I was we, pretty okay with that. We needed some groundwork laid. Yeah. And, you know, the second second episode, and I don't think there's a manga for this, is there? Yes, there is. It there is. is drawn by Yabuki Kentaro. And let me guess, you've already read it. No, I have not. Oh. Uh, it's not It's not based on the manga. Oh, okay. It is an adaptation. And gotcha. Yabuki Kentaro is the guy that does To Love Rue and To Love ah. Rue Darkness. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they don't uh, censor out the naughty bits in the manga. So, Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, surprisingly, like, I'm surprised that there are as much. I mean, the only reason why is because they're children on TV. And um, and even Japan, like on normal broadcast television, where this is at, has an issue with naked children, fully naked, because we do get a locker room scene where we get some ass. Some ass. And what an ass it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it it like unlike with um, freaking um fucking uh food wars like for some reason this one didn't get to me because i'm like oh yeah this is this is absolutely stuff that's just going to continue happening through this entire show 
Well, this right. is what this show is about. And it's the same thing that happened like with me when I first tried to watch Kill the Kill. At first, you think it's, you know, oh, this is just gratuitous fan service. I don't want to watch this. But in a show about sex and intimate relationships, you're going to get some body focus. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I can imagine like if this wasn't a broadcast television anime that this would all that locker room scene would have been a hell of a lot more uh, body focused than it was. Well, right. Also, at least this show has a in-world explanation for the bodysuits being literally painted on. Yeah. Yeah. Because they need to get like Gundam. Be right back. No. Um, yeah. It, so, like, yeah, the locker room scene, I, I just wrote a note. I'm like, yep. All right. We are definitely a trigger anime. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I do really trigger. love the hoods that come down and turn into a display module. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I, I was like, this is the coolest part of the costume. Not, not, not only does the hood come down and turn into the, the, the dashboard, basically, but once the meters cap out, she gets a little fire horns coming out of the top of the hood. Did you say something? Yeah, it, it's fair. It's great. Like, the, the design the design of everything in this is just <clears throat> great. Um, you know, the, obviously the Franks are awesome fucking looking and... They have really cool names. Like yeah. Delphinium is an amazing name for a robot. It really is. And then, of course, there's Sterilizer. Um, which is obviously name pun because of who pilots it. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I could not think of a what a proper like flower pun for that one would have been. Um, and I passed it through my friends and they're like, yeah, we can't really think of anything. So I'm thinking it's just literally meant to be sterilized. She sterilizes whoever is in there. Strelitza. <laughs> so it might not even be like intended to be an English language equivalent. It's no. probably Latin or something like that. But even then her franks is very clearly different yeah because it has a cat form (laughs) so it may not be meant to be a flower pun yeah strelitzia a genus of uh five species of perennial plants native to south africa it's the bird of paradise oh it's it's the bird of paradise then my then my friends are jerks or didn't know (laughs) and what does hero want to do fly away fly away yep yeah Trigger, you clever fucking son of a bitches! <laughs> that is fantastic. And it's it's really interesting, because if you look at a picture of the flower, like Carrie just dropped the wiki, you can see where the design elements are coming from. Yeah, like oh. the little... the hair... Yeah. ...flaily thingies. Good job, Trigger. <laughs> you glorious assholes. Right? Um, so yeah, we didn't, like I said, we've got exposition, a little bit of world building in episode two. Um, episode three is like, all right, enough exposition. Let's kill things. Destroy them. <laughs> kill these little jello hentai looking motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I am sad. It was not another robot dinosaur, which made me very, very sad. It does make sense, though, and I'm glad that the commanders are doing the intelligent thing here and realizing, hey, we have an entire squad of rookies. Let's hunt down some small prey for them to practice on. Yeah, absolutely. And then they fucked up, though. 
didn't fuck up. Well, uh, Asta yeah. did. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, oh, okay. he, he fucked up. But other than that, like they were, they were good until <laughs> until the roof is lava. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the, the the whole thing was the situation was not what they thought it was going into it. They did okay against the single unit because they were mostly focusing on teamwork. But then Ichigo lost her focus, which caused them to be a man down, and the numbers turned drastically against them. Drastically. And then a big one showed up. And then a Deus Ex Machina shows up. Literally. Uh, Fucking... Douchebag got what he got. It was asking for. Oh, yeah. who did he ever? I'm glad he got shredded. Uh, we did get to see some actual character growth with the with the secondary characters, where uh, shrieking asshole, uh, Asta. yeah, Asta nearly lost his partner <laughs> and actually apologized for being a giant jerk. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, Goro proving that he is either a pushover or a kind of uh, just manipulating wingman. Also true. Goro like know, is a bro. I know. I, I'm it's like put in there. I'm fairly sure you're not going to be able to connect with her, even though you guys want to connect real bad. But <laughs> yeah, Goro seems like the type of person who is totally willing to have people make their own mistakes if they want to make them that bad. Yeah. And Ichigo herself is a very interesting character because she's presenting forward the concept that sometimes relationships don't work out the way you want them to no matter yeah. how much you want them to yeah because she obviously wants uh wants hero steaming um but yeah just but yeah. as as he said in episode two he didn't feel anything yeah and it's not a right. shot to her or anything like that it's just a literal he didn't feel it like nothing as she did and I think that's something that she has to get over. Mm-hmm. And C- Carrie put forth some very interesting quest- uh, theories slash questions when we were talking about uh, it on our own time is, you know, is this show going to go so far as to get into the concept of non-binaries, non-standard relationship con- confirmations? Which is entirely possible with a, tr- with a studio like Trigger. Yeah, what happens if you have a transgender pilot? What happens if you have a pilot who turns out to be asexual or demisexual? Uh, I honestly think that uh, not Asta is a trap. Really? Like, yeah, reverse trap, you know. Hmm. Now I'm wondering, does that work for can female? Well, here's the thing. That's because that's another, the, the, what, what the reason why I bring that out there, by the way, is because in the locker room scene, everybody else just shorts and a shirt of the guys. Asta, whatever the fuck his name is. Zorome. What? Asta. <laughs> takes off his outfit and he has the, the same upper, upper body outfit that the girls have. Oh, So I'm wondering if he is not a he at all. I'm also wondering if Strelitzia can reverse the um, the configuration. That's what I was where, just about to say. 
to where zero two is the one actually piloting and the stamen is the one connecting. Yeah, and that's why they get hurt so bad. Yeah. I mean, we do see asshole um, actually piloting Strelitzia because you see him with the controllers in his hands, but that might have also been like zero to be like, okay. Well, yeah, that's you want to try this? You do not go have ahead and try to, to handle me. That's absolutely what that was because the 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 evil grin. Oh, you're good at this. Means I can go all out. And he comes back ripped to shit and <laughs> bleeding and from nobody the ears. is sorry to see it. Bleeding from the ears and nose. His poor partner having to yeah. watch that. Mm-hmm. Well, it, not even the having to watch that. Standing there and watching him say, I want to pilot somebody else. Well, that's what that's what I meant. Like that whole sequence, starting from him volunteering to watching him be like, oh, yeah, I can pilot Strelitzia so much better. I'll be your partner. And then on top of it, watching yeah, him looked, come out. She just devastated at the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. she's probably not going to pilot again, at least not with him. No. Well, he's probably going to be out of commission for a little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and by all rights he deserves it yep fuck that guy because <laughs> yeah while while Zerome was a bit of a dick he was at least a responsible dick yeah <laughs> yeah he saw where he fucked up and is trying to make amends for it now yeah fixed it and good for him Mitsuru fucked up and continued fucking up and got fucked up. Oh yeah. I, I just I, I honestly think in the next episode is where we're gonna get the uh how that happens. Yeah, because so they, they, they haven't shown that yet. They're very good about only giving you a little bit of what's going on in Strelitzia's setup. Yeah. <clears throat> but everybody is starting to talk more and more and more about how different she is. And apparently her horns are a uh, are a sticking point for her. <laughs> I want to find out what's going up with that. She must have been genetically engineered somehow. Well, yeah, Pop- she somehow had a claxosaur banging a human. Uh, I'm wondering if she was engineered specifically to pilot Strelitzia. Uh, that's what I'm getting out of it. And also, I think Hiro is also a special person. Like, because they mentioned that he is a special stamen. Hero, yeah, yeah, uh, special specimen, that. I believe, is the term they yeah. use. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. So, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, honestly, I, I definitely think that that is what the, they're going for. That that specific Franks was made specifically for her because they keep bringing up how different it is. Well, between the transforming accent, uh, 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 aspect, blah, ha, aspect, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot going on with that one, and it, it's also the fact that it's it's got a more mature design than the other Frunks. Yeah, absolutely. Like the the other the other three that we've seen so far, and there's there's probably more considering most plantations probably have these things. 
as a form of self-defense. Well, because, well, yeah, uh, but I don't know about this one because she says in episode three, do you want all of this plantation's people to die again? Yes, again. <laughs> Something they had, happened. They had a party wipe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the other three that we've seen, they have much younger and also a lot more stereotypical uh female designs uh i can't i can't i don't have the names down yet unfortunately but not quite little asshole and ass girl have the sort of like bubbly genki girl type yep right in all bright pink with the pigtails which matches her connection point and then you have ichigo's vessel which has delphinium which has a sort of like class president schoolgirl thing going on yep right and then you have my personal favorite the little the tank russian tank bitch with her yeah. massive fucking gun and hat yeah that one's great i just i love the design of that one so much it's so good they're all yeah. good they're all different yes but then strelitzia has a mature almost militaristic woman look to it she looks like a like a an <clears throat> army commander yeah well uh, so does With her the tassels and the uh like tassels looks like a lion's mane looks like you know it actually does look like a flower as well yeah well i mean she's obviously a ranking official of some kind like yeah she's got s rank id yeah yeah she can go wherever the fuck she pleases yeah, and she's uh, special forces as well. Right. Probably specifically because Strelitzia. But... Yeah. What, what, what probably happened and what I'm thinking is going to happen going forward, uh, Strelitzia probably came first. Uh, that was all of them off of her? Pro- probably uh, Dr. Franks's like penultimate design. Maybe. They did mention that her <laughs> being a newer unit, though, I thought, in the beginning. And they probably had to genetically engineer zero two specifically to pilot it because nobody else could handle it. <clears throat> yeah, possibly. See, now I'm wondering if they actually decide to ever try to have some other female unit try to be the unit for Strelizia in case like zero two gets injured, or that's I'm wondering, probably going to go terribly. <laughs> yeah, and also just a short bit of what we were talking about before. I'm wondering if they'll ever like in an emergency kind of do what they did in Evangelion where they had other units wear the uniforms for, you know, the opposite sex, you know, like Shinji had to pilot zero two in the test uniform. I'm wondering what happens when a guy takes that position. Yeah. I think also, I'm, hopefully I we'll think, find out. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we'll find out some really weird stuff in the next couple episodes, but I think before we move on to the other shows, because it's already eleven o'clock. Yeah, it's. <laughs> um, this has become the Darling in the Bronx uh, discussion hour. Uh, this is what you get for not being on for two episodes. Also, hey. it's trigger. Like, yeah. what do you expect with there, a trigger? There's anime? a lot to digest here. Is the thing. Yeah. Like, there's uh, even little minor things that I haven't been able to touch on. Like in that first episode locker room scene where we're getting the suit up sequence. The, the act of applying the suit does some very odd things that you wouldn't expect for something like a piloting array, 
Yeah. Like the whole thing fusing to the spine and then it puts the feet in heels. Yeah. It's it's a very it's a striking suit up sequence as well. It was very well done. Yeah. Uh taking bets, uh what episode do we get the trigger death? Oh god. Because it's already been flagged but false because uh what is it? Natsumi was her name or Nami? Yeah, the... Nami. Yeah, the, the the original intended partner for Hero is apparently okay. Yeah, right. She did not die during that attack, which Somehow. is <laughs> either that or she totally did, and they're just lying to him. That's also a possibility. Also true. But... but when do you, when do you think we get the trigger death? Major named character that everybody loves. Uh, you mean Ichigo, probably. <laughs> Um, there, there, there's some, there's some flags there, definitely. Um, oh, there are one hundred percent. She is flying death flags, like she is. But the, the, the thing is, because it's trigger, they may not do it or may not do specifically her because they know we're going to be looking for it. Here's what I'm calling. I'm calling near the climax of the first core. Goro dies. Okay, I could see that. I think I think mecha shows in particular have a propensity to to kill off bros. God damn it, Valvrave. God yeah. damn it, Valvrave. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, let's move on to uh Grand Crest War 3 and 4. Uh, I'm starting to I notice a flag. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to know a sequence here, guys. Fight, 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 fight. Fight. Well, now, it is called Record of Grand Crest War. Yeah, yeah but Lodos had a bit more building than this. And I'm uh, gonna guess we're getting that out now that Theo is not going to become the king. Right. Maybe. Now, I, I have a question for you. Like, do you guys like this so far? The pacing feels a bit weird, but I am enjoying it. Though that is primarily due to the ensemble that has been established so far. Right. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So yeah, there, are, there, are, there are a couple things about the show that I, I, I did get to really talk about it since I wasn't on it because I'm a terrible person. Uh, a, the score is actually very fantastic. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, it's super good. Uh, the production value is obviously they show their budget. Yep. I keep um, going into the Zelda theme in my head, though. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That makes sense. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm actually okay with the particle effects that they're using. That actually seems like pretty decent work and it doesn't look like shitty CG except for the one battle where they will obviously touch that up during the Blu-rays. Um, opening song sucks. Uh, oh. I don't like the opening song. Uh, ending song it sounds pretty okay. Um, but I, I think I think what they're doing with the series Sadly enough, because I've seen it in a bunch of other stuff at this point, and I've seen it in a bunch of adaptations, is I think they are treating this once again as an advertisement for the manga and light novel series. So we're only going to get a season of it, and then it's going to leave on a cliffhanger, and we'll never get to see at the end of it because hey, go buy the manga and light novels. 
yeah, this is, I, I'm pretty sure this is going the way of Roka and the Six Braves. I think this is going the way of Knights uh, and Magic. Asterisk War, Knights, Knights and, and Magic. Magic. I think this is like all of these light novel adaptations. No, it's okay because people... Knights of Magic is the antagonist of Angel Maggot's Bride. It's all right. It, it all makes sense. It's the reason why there's no yeah. longer an anime. He got like multiversed into uh, Angel Maggot's Bride. And is all of a sudden very, very evil. So fucking evil. It's his doppelganger. Yeah. Exactly. It's his Earth 2 doppelganger. He just got shifted over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have hope because I, I really do. I trust in the the author of the series because that's like so many people in Japan's childhood of well, in America. fantasy. In America. Like, I did Josh and I discussed last story. week why we are the same person, essentially, and had the same going to Blockbuster and buying, the, getting this VHS off the shelf. Yeah, I think I, I think I only got to watch like four or five episodes from, uh, of Lodos War from Jonathan Senate of all people, Gary. Oh wow! Yeah, like he had those VHS tapes and he let me borrow them. I had no idea he even knew anime existed. Yeah, like, well, him and I met in middle school, so I got him to do very nerdy things. So, <laughs> everybody knows that anime exists as I put Goku up on my microphone. <laughs> but, uh, so I still have hope for this. We're past the three episodes. I'm still happy with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the, the fight choreography is pretty decent. The fact that they're showing, the maps and actually detailing what their plans are. Of course, some of the plans are just thoroughly, you know, not shown as in full detail that they would show in the light novel, like the whole mountain path thing. Yeah. Like, that made no sense. All like of all that. of a sudden he's there. Like, wait, what? No, no, what? Okay, sure. But I think, I, I think we should still stick with it. I think this yeah. will at least be a better ride than Junior Tyson was. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, while it's... Well, I mean, no, yeah, it's already been three episodes and the animation quality hasn't plummeted. Right. While, while it's no Seven Deadly Sins, um, you know, I... There is... I don't know exactly what it is, but there is kind of something bothering me about this show. I haven't been able to put my finger on it, but, like, that... It, because I haven't been able to put my finger on it, like, it, so it's not really bothering me that much. Okay. Well, I, I honestly think it's the pacing. Like I, the, that might be it. Like it feels really, What the hell was that noise? Goku, damn it! God somebody, damn it, Goku, get off my microphone! You make somebody's, somebody's mic freaked out. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a very fast-paced development of things that would normally take an extended period of time because you're dealing with wartime and the movement of troops, like. In the span of five minutes, you've got several battalions of knights, a few leagues from the castle. And it's like, yeah. how long did it take these guys to get here? At the right. same time, though, I'm really glad that they didn't try and slow it down and have the buildup of, oh, we're waiting for the battalions to show up. We're waiting for the sieging army to show up because that is right. the death of a lot of epic fantasy books. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I do like how so far into episode three, like the the sub characters that have been added are still there. Like right. the, the 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 random mook soldier that Alessia was hitting on. Yes. <laughs> the, the the stone guy who got stabbed in the fucking eye. 
picking up a fucking tree and swinging better. I really wanted to see him squeezing his eyes shut at the last second when they were shooting arrows at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh god, no! So, yeah, yeah just, I think that's it's, it's what good. needs to be said. And also, uh, Eric even brought this up uh, earlier. Um, I think uh, I think the lady has some ulterior motives going on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, her, which, her which, dad which lady? Is, There's quite a few. <laughs> uh, Silas? Or Silica, Silica. That's right. Uh, I mean, yeah, her dad S- being silicone. Her dad and, being the head, the archmage of the alliance. I forget the names of the dumb things. Yeah, the factory alliance. Yeah, I think I think she played her hand heavy. I think she played it heavy handedly both times, knowing that she like he would call their bluff. And yeah. well, you saw I, that shit eating grin as she was walking away from him. Right, but. You saw her still like grip her fist again after she, but they, I think that was like a red herring to make them, to make it look like the people that she was talking to would notice that she had like gotten quote unquote angry about it. But yeah, I think, I think she's very good at what she does. I also think it's funny that she still, for some reason, keeps the same uniform, which she, which she could just easily get something tailored. Yeah, after yeah. she complained about it. <laughs> Yeah, because like the first episode, it made sense. She was like, oh, I had nothing on hand. This was all I have that I can move in. But like, you've definitely had time by now to order a pair of goddamn pants. But it's anime, so, you yeah. know. She can keep the swooshy cape thing, though. Swooshy cape thing is awesome. I don't have to explain shit. It's anime. Pretty right. much. I also love how the uh, the um, the lecherous Earl or whatever like you're totally expecting some like disgusting old man and instead it's like random bishy dude yeah <laughs> who is not a lecher at all no. no he's like actually well yeah like, i don't know if it's silica where making herself wear that or not but that's her math that was her former master so uh well he, he was wanted- he was the one she was going to swear to and swore to teo instead yeah yeah well like, he was, was under like- a con- she he said that she was under a contract to him so she she was under a contract to go work for him. Yeah. Yeah. She but, signed an agreement to go form a contract with him, essentially. Yeah. Engaged, not married. Yeah. Fair. So uh, I, I so I would rather speak about Intermagus Pride before heading out for the night. Can we do that? Yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. You and your uh, exits. <laughs> I know. Dynamic um, exit. I just L two Magus Pride. Ancient Magus Pride is incredible, and I never want the series to end. Yeah, right. Like after this, after this season is up, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> after the season is up, I'm legitimately taking some of my tax return and ordering the available manga volumes. I do not blame you at all. Like, I don't care that the op- new opening is hot garbage. I, so bad. It's that show is art, and I am purely and totally. Con- I am purely and totally confident in saying that as uh, an amateur purveyor of things, that Ancient Magus Bride is art in animated form. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, I, I think we mentioned this. It, it was either. It was one of the episodes you weren't here, unfortunately. 
and I hate having to say that. That's um, okay. Th- this is one of those series that they are going to be talking about 20 years from now. Yeah, they should 100%. Like th- th- this is like Akira, my neighbor Totoro, you know, spirit away. This is, this is Miyazaki level level of changing the game. And, and this isn't like the stuff that we're watching. Isn't even the final cut, right? No, because we still have Blu-ray and stuff like we that. Still have Blu-rays, and we still have collections to come out, and that like. Oh my god, those are going to be so fucking pretty! Oh like, my god, the, the already gorgeous sound design that we have, the already amazing animation that we have. I mean, it's scarce. Sometimes it looks like it's a it's a slideshow because they just go through and show panoramics of things. But I am happy when they do that. I am not angered by the fact that they are not saying something on screen yeah i am not i'm not pissed off that i'm just seeing scenery for a minute and 30 seconds and just enjoying a slight you know hint of music while i'm looking at scenery that's like me playing legend of zelda breath of the wild and looking out from a tower and purveying what i can enjoy for the next 30 minutes Absolutely. Though, uh, if I have a minor complaint, they obviously do not know how to write Europeans. <laughs> and no. I'm not just talking about the, obviously, the Japanese voice actors. I'm talking about, why are those two women eating lunch together? Because that's a completely normal thing to do in England. <laughs> right. No, I think the reason they commented on it was that... It's how they, much they were eating. Yeah, they both got, like, full English breakfasts. It was gigantic. There's so, like, okay they both got sausage. They both got scotch eggs. They both got like. They were like both rogies. They were both Ron Swansoning it basically. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's still that's not necessarily unheard of in the West. Like, well, it, they did. There was another comment that got clipped off, but for a brief second, you see on the subtitles, "Wow, they're really digging in." Yeah, yeah. So it, it sounded it was, like they were eating while they were talking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, that that's like that's the only issue, and also we didn't get to see the real Santa. No, I'm real upset. We that's what next episode is for. Yeah, I know he will obviously be in the next episode. Like, I just kind of wanted to see him pop in with a red hat on. Like, <laughs> you see, I want Santa like Dresden Files Santa, like wearing bot, like wearing battle armor, having a broadsword on his side. No, he sings. Yeah, he sings he Dresden Carol. Files too. <laughs> He sings the songs of my family. I know. <laughs> um, that, that's that was my that was my only issue. Is like, okay, when, when's Lindell gonna show up in the Santa outfit? <laughs> I mean, he's already brought a present. Yeah. No, I I think I think they aren't gonna do Santa. I think they're gonna bring out like Father Yule or Father Winter. Well, yeah, because like, it is one a of the Winter Fair. Well, it's a um, <clears throat> Wiccan thing. So Yule is obviously the thing that they're bringing up. She's saying Christmas because you know that she's Japanese. Right. Um, and everybody else's Yule. I'm not quite as sure of the um story behind the horned god and the dark lady or whatever it was. Like, I didn't right. have time to research that today. Yeah, I know it's something of cultural significance, but I just it, it got lost on me. Yeah, like I know she was obviously like, very pregnant. I caught the Holy wandering Jew. Shit, she was. I, I caught the wandering Jew in Cartophil. Cartophilus. 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 C
it's it's what the show is. It's a cart o feels for us. Right. <laughs> Carts and magic. Wheelbarrow. <laughs> um so you know, I caught that one because I'm a I like to study religion. So that one's that was an easy catch for me. Um the other one, like these two just completely went over my head. And I know their cultural significance. I just couldn't think of them. Um Ba, ba, ba. I'll go dig around some Reddit threads later and I'll bring it yeah, to it right now. Yeah. yeah, Carrie will give it to us here in a couple of minutes because that's what she's developed herself to be good at. <laughs> um, got Alice backstory and apparently everybody has to be a broken motherfucker in this show to become an, uh, an apprentice. Yeah, seems like it. <laughs> because Alice, poor Alice, my poor asshole Alice. parents forced me to get into drugs. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> also, I was really surprised and very happy that that was how Renford got the scar on his face, protecting right. her. Yeah, completely nonchalantly as well. Yeah, like yeah, this is my apprentice. I am saving her. This is what also, I do. Also, can can we talk about Renford's uh, Ned Flanders style? Uh, <laughs> with his sweater vests <laughs> yes I, I like they they made renfred instantly likable like even he wasn't never really dislikable because it was obvious that he was you know while an antagonist he's not a bad guy so um you know but they, they he's, he's not even really super antagonistic it's just that he's on the flip side of the magical coin yeah right Speak- Speaking of which, I like the revelation that sorcerers cannot see the neighbors unless the neighbors choose to reveal themselves. Well, yeah, yeah because the neighbors really need them. But the this neighbor is like, oh, this one's with Chise, so this one must be a good person. I'm going to yeah, show myself. Alice Chan's a good person. Yeah, Al- Al- Alice is great. Um, <laughs> I just love the Chise just reminding everybody that she is so sheltered and so innocent. Do drugs taste good? <laughs> I can't wait for the dub on that one. I cannot wait for the dub on that one. Because uh, the girl who voices Chise in the dub is just the sweetest, most innocent sounding girl, even though she kind of does the deadpan. She does the deadpan very well because it's Chise. But like the times that you get emotion from it, it's just she is the greatest character and i can't wait for her to be her to have to say do drugs taste good because they stay pretty well attached to the sub so our drugs tasty (laughs) yeah that's probably what we'll get our drugs tasty wiccans generally as well as some other neo-pagans tend to conceive of the universe as polarized into gender opposites of male and female energies in traditional wicca the horned god and the goddess are seen as equal and opposite in gender polarity However, in some newer traditions of Wicca, especially those influenced by feminist ideology, there is more emphasis on the goddess, and consequently the symbolism of the horn god is less developed than that of the goddess. In Wicca, the cycle of seasons is celebrated during eight sabbats called the Wheel of the Year. The seasonal cycle is imagined to follow the relationship between the horn god and the goddess. The horned god is born in winter, impregnates the goddess, and then dies during the autumn and winter months, and is then reborn by the goddess at Yule. And that's why she is pregnant as fuck. <laughs> the different relationships throughout the year are sometimes distinguished by splitting the god into aspects, the Oak King and the Holly King, which probably explains all the Holly everywhere. Uh, right. <laughs> I got that one now. 
That was from Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Wikipedia. Thank you, Carrie. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> I really hope that's actually a thing. It is a thing. It's it one hundred percent a thing. Uh, um. So I mean, that's. I mean. Uh, I got more Ruth being a good boy. Ruth is such a good boy. He was so sad. Uh, uh, Bone Daddy makes teddy bears. Right. I love that so much. And he did it it because Angelica wanted one when she was little. That is the best. But also we get to see tiny Angelica. Yes, baby Angelica. So good. And the, the, the thing that I'm really looking forward to possibly seeing, y- you guys noticed, and there's a trick to it. Yeah. The, the what teddy can bear? that yeah. teddy bear do? That teddy bear is going to come to life. Animate and, become, and uh, kick ass. <laughs> either that or just straight up become uh, Elias. Okay. Elias, Elias so, teddy bear form. <laughs> so we know who made Apple from uh, Magic in the Big City. <laughs> right? <laughs> the crossover we didn't know we needed right but so desperately desire i want to see what everybody else got her to yeah oh, that, that, that's Flash that's next episode undoubtedly but yeah it's obvious that hey remember these episodes were written at christmas time because we had two christmas episodes in this week so so i mean I, there's stuff that i could talk about about the not episode 16 talk about 15 but I mean, she got healed. The people in the Fae world are obviously pretty awesome. The fact yeah. that you turn into a non-human if you stay in the Fae world is pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. The the doctor girl and freaking the, the centaur dude. That's Th- insane. That, that was a dog. That was not a horse. Whatever. They're... It, it, it looked so weird. The fact I, that listened they to were... a podca- I listened to a podcast about a half man, half donkey who calls himself an asinine centaur. So he's a still a centaur. Eli is the best. <laughs> uh, the fact that they were switched for each other, found each other, and got married is really cute. Right? But also, yeah. how did the face switch a baby boy for a baby girl, like biological male and biological female, and the parents not notice? I want that. Don't look at the junk. I want that backstory. <laughs> they don't got to explain shit. It's I know, magic. But like, I want them to. But it's still a cute story that <laughs> they found each other and got married. It very much so is. Uh, Alrighty. Well, I guess this is the time for my exit, yeah, but it was wonderful talking to all of you again. I will be on the next episode. I promise. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe for uh-huh. the entire episode. <laughs> glare maybe, maybe if we started at nine o'clock josh get off that night shift my yeah let's say i don't i don't have a choice i don't have a choice i don't care like i can start whenever i have to work when they schedule me kill them all <gasps> <gasps> all right all right, just all right. Get out of here. good night guys good we're night. gonna talk about it night. And Raul's gonna hop in. So Raul, it's Raul time. Dun, 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 dun. Tag in. Uh, but we're gonna talk about a mummy. You guys, and what a mummy it is! So cute, mummy, <laughs> mummy. <laughs> Are you my mummy? No, no. 
my mommy. Okay. My mommy was that adorable. And I'd say, yes, it is my mommy. All right. So I I'm saw only the first episode and I, I was already hooked on to this show. Um. So did we, did we all start watching this show independently of each other? Yes. <laughs> I, I literally saw on my Facebook feed um, Crunchyroll doing an, an ad for this one. Yep. Oh, it's adorable. I'm bored. I want to watch something on my lunch break. Watch it. <laughs> it's so cute. So um, cute. It, it fills the Kobayashi <laughs> hole that I never thought I'd had. Which, by the way, did you watch the OVA episode that came out? Uh, I did not. No. There's an episode 14 now. Enjoy. I will. I stuck, I stuck it on the notes, but we can talk about it next time. Yeah, let's talk about that next time. Um, because I want to watch it because I love Kobayashi so much. Um, oh my um, god, the I- mummy is so adorable when it cries, makes the puddle. It makes a huge river, like yeah, the river of tears. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> also, seriously, props to the sound and voice directing. Yes. People on this anime, like that hey. foley artist is a god. Hey, Black Clover, look. <laughs> <clears throat> So like all the human characters, I really like. They're all enjoyable. They're, they're super. You know, they're obviously high school kids because Japan. Um, Let me toy with it. I want to <laughs> play with it. It's too cute. I can't do anything to it. <laughs> also, we find. But I want to. <laughs> it takes three episodes to get confirmation of who this random chick in the apartment actually is. Yeah, his aunt. Yeah, like yeah, I just know. this random woman in his apartment. Like. Art with severe DID. Yeah, man. <laughs> programmer by night, vixen. Uh, programmer by day, vixen by night. <laughs> oh, vixen by day, because she records That's during true. the day, and then she comes home and programs all night. That's true. So she's like the greatest. Vixen by whenever the hell there's glasses on her face. Yeah, vixen the glasses frame my face. <laughs> I want to know what happens when she puts on contacts right? <laughs> or sunglasses. Is it the same with sunglasses? Like, <laughs> Depends on whether or not they're prescription. Yeah, the, the glasses <laughs> have to be prescription. Like, So uh, explain to me, since I haven't seen two and three. So right. she's actually, a, I mean, she, she's a programmer during the day because she's just... Well, at night, yeah. Okay. She's a programmer well, she does, whenever she's at home. She does something on the computer whenever she's at home. <laughs> yeah, so she's like either a programmer or like a copywriter or a medical biller or something that involves sitting in a dark room and typing a shitload yeah. with deadlines yes very strict deadlines uh including making uh poor antagonist uh, pro- poor protagonist make her midnight snacks or else she dies also can i just say i love being on a show where we see a woman working on a computer late at night and the first assumption is that she's a programmer and not a secretary yeah absolutely that makes my heart happy. I, I, well, I was actually I mean, thinking, like at first, like a writer or something. Yeah, like I, I, I well, I thought I thought programmer because I don't know why I thought programmer. Honestly, I just saw dark room and person typing furiously on a keyboard, and like in my head, because I work with programmers, that screams programmer. Yeah, right. Right. The writer stereotype is like calming music, cup of tea. Exactly. You're- you're up at all hours of the night, but there's some kind of light on in the room. 
Um, but yeah, she has this modeling gig where she, and she's on TV, super sexy glasses frame my face. The glasses become me. <laughs> but it's only when the glasses are actually yeah. on her face. She has Otherwise, to see something, she, so she points out her and, and I love that it goes from, I forget that I forget her name. Um, Kaede. Yeah. Kaede san to Kaede chan. Sama. And she turns into that she like the boss. Yeah, she turns into like that weird, like hentai, almost hentai eki kind of freaking persona, and it's fantastic. She basically turns into a stereotypical dom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like <laughs> I love uh Sa- this show Sasuke just being like, get those things off. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that they point out, like, hey, can you do something about this? Uh, She kind of can't. She needs it for work. (laughs) Right. Uh, So the first episode, you got what you got. Uh, The second one, he goes to school with him because he discovers that the mummy dries up from crying too much while he's out of the house. Oh. (laughs) Why is that so funny and sad at the same time? (laughs) Because it's weakened. That's what this show does. It shows these things like that should be soul crushing that this poor mummy just cries so much that he becomes an actual mummy when his best friend isn't home. He he gave me a name. That means I can stay. (laughs) Yeah, I love mummy vision. Oh, you get a lot of mummy vision in the second episode, by the way, and it's brilliant. Is it the first or the second episode where he makes a little knife out of an exacto knife blade and lets him chop vegetables that he's not going to use? That's the second episode. Yep. Yeah, that was definitely the second episode. He uh, wants to help. He just wants to help. It's so it's so cute and so fluffy and like I want I want a mommy. I want a Miku. Uh, hey, hey, Protag, can you? Just whip one of those up for me, like you did your girlfriend. Uh, c- keep an eye on the Crunchyroll store. Oh yeah, no. I, if one when one of those pops up, I might just buy one. Well, they, 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 they've they... already posted a picture of something that looks very officially produced. Gotcha. So keep an eye on the Crunchyroll store. It's more than likely going to happen. Gotcha. Also, we finally see uh, in the episode preview at the end of episode three, we finally get a glimpse of little Oni dude. Yeah, a little. Yeah, I keep mistaking him as a little dragon dude. What kind well, of dad? Okay, here's episode one from what I've seen. What kind of dad sends haunted items back to his son? An archaeologist. Um, an archaeologist. He's in the same club as like Jorichiro and Goro and uh, Goku. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, eccentric dad um, club clo- trope. I mean, look who he's biologically related to. Yeah, that is his sister. So, yeah, and she mentions having seen others of Mikun's species before. Yeah, so Mikun's like, "Oh, cool. So you're not gonna try and eat me or whatever." Um, yeah, just brilliant. Um, so in the third episode, because it's the winter time when these are written, uh, and also currently in Japan, because we all live in the south, so sometimes we forget that it's winter. Um, <laughs> Um uh Protag Kuhn got sick. He got he got the flu. So it is up to uh, it's all up to uh Kaede-san and uh Mikun to keep it keep him in uh 
keep him well. And I love them just putting on gas masks because no one would get infected. Well, how Japanese is it that the kid locks himself in his room and doesn't let anybody bring him food or water because he doesn't want to get them sick? Yeah, not because of any other reason, but yeah, I don't want to get you sick. And then what does she do? Climb in through the fucking window in a fucking gas mask. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Um you're seriously making me contemplate either playing Dragon Ball Z until bedtime or watching this. It's such a good show. Um, Here's the thing is you only got 40 minutes and then you can play Dragon Ball Z after you're done watching it. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we get, a, we get a little sick Oni dude slash dragon looking dude that you get in the OP. Um, uh, Sasuke's familiar. <laughs> well, yeah, because it, it's very obvious from both the opening and the ending theme that all of the major kids that we have been introduced to so far, including girl, not girlfriend and gloomy blonde guy, are going to be included in this show somehow by a tiny magical creature being involved in their life. Yep, and then Kaede just gets the dog. But Pochi is amazing, by the way. So are these the same <laughs> people that did uh, Dragon Maid? Um, I don't know. I did not do that research. One moment, please. Talk amongst I yourselves. Don't think so. But yeah, obviously it next episode... Like it. Like... N- n- next episode, Natsasuke is going to get his tiny Oni, which appears to be confused in the episode preview with an actual full-sized buff Oni. It's, it's some weird visuals. Um, eventually, Not Girlfriend, who is adorable, uh, gets a tiny European-style dragon. Yes. Which is odd. By and the way, um, no, but these are the same people that did Knights and Magic. Okay. <laughs> okay! <laughs> this this is 8-bit. Uh, so, Knights and Magic... Um, buh, 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 buh. Shonen Maid. If you watch that, which I did, because fuck you, don't judge me. <laughs> um, yeah, so those, yeah, these guys have a pretty pretty good pedigree for them. Um, and yeah, eventually, very aloof blonde kid is. A, I, I think it's meant to be a taper. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's a little teleporting elephant pig looking thing. <laughs> it's, I, it's whatever. Uh mythological creature musharna is based off of the pokemon the the dream yeah. eating pig pokemon so i i think that's a tapir i'm not 100 yeah it sure. is a tapir but that's not a mythological beast tapirs are actual real things well there's there's something then that is similar to one that has spiritual connotations yeah i'm sure the i'm sure there's some kind of um yokai that's like hey yeah this is what this is meant to be um other than that yeah this shows there's not a lot of like plot progression so far it is all fluff and i love it like yeah this we'll, is we'll see what winds up happening with that sorry for cutting you off on that carrie that's okay um, the i think it's it's either i think it's the opening theme while that's going on and it's showing the individual characters uh the individual kids themselves the the backdrop images of them show them in very not pleasant states. Yeah, I noticed that. They're like crying. So we'll see where exactly this goes. I really hope this show doesn't turn out to be a mindfuck. Right? 
Now, I'd be okay with it being more like Kobayashi, where it has a deeper side to it. Just don't go full, like, Madoka. <laughs> yeah, never go full Madoka. Is it bad when I'm watching anime now? Because I've watched so many of those animes that have a twist or, like... No, that's the reason why we just brought it up. <laughs> like, we're thinking that, too. Like, just don't, no, no, don't no. go full I, I can't... In- I mean, I, I'm trying to enjoy some anime that's, like, just... Like, um, when we were watching... Uh, card captures i was like waiting okay it's episode two are they going to give us the like left turn yeah now that one yeah no card Card capture is pure shoujo bullshit yeah i don't know we kind of had a left turn in the most recent episode oh god with uh the boyfriend (sighs) being in on the conspiracy oh boy yeah, I stopped. Like, I, like Kia is just flat out, Daddy. I don't want to watch this. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, hey guys. Yeah, th- we're still watching it because Taco Lady and Carrie love it. If my um, in, if my in demographics daughter doesn't want to watch this show, I'm for reasons listed last week. As in, I don't want to be a thirty something year old man watching a show about teenage girls at work. <laughs> I, I would not go so far as to say I love it. I'm. It's it's okay. It's a it's not it's nostalgic. My oh yeah, it's nostalgic. It's not the worst thing I've ever watched. Um, Taco Lady did threaten to murder us if we cut it out of the weekly rotation. Jeez, DHU, be nice. <laughs> it's okay because we watched that and then we torture her in return with Darling in the Franks. Oh, does she not like it? <laughs> well, no. The, here, here's the thing. She really likes it, but she hate the, hates that she likes it. Oh. Yeah, like, this is the last show that she would have watched on her own. Yeah, I could I could see that. So, the, I mean, she, on she, surface she, level, unless you are fully, you know, unless you are fully integrated into the Trigger universes, like, yeah, this is, like, anti-feminist, like, treat yeah. the girls, like, you know, symbols and nothing more. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like I said when we first started talking about this show. I refused to watch Kill the Kill until I had the metaphor explained to me. Yeah, yeah, Yes, Dale. Your wife is indeed a savage, savage woman. So uh, but, but, but yeah, for, for something else to talk about for a couple of minutes on that one, things continue to be incredibly formulaic going forward in Card Captor Sakura Clear Card, but then things do kind of take a weird left turn with childhood boyfriend being in on the whole keeping information from her, and also maybe her reincarnated mother showing up at school. Okay. <laughs> it's shoujo bullshit. To the highest degree. Fair. Yeah, you're you're never gonna get a Madoka style left turn with Card Captor Sakura. Maybe with other clamp series, because before I stopped reading it, Subasa Chronicles started to get pretty dark. Um But Card Captor Sakura is at the end of the day still at least nominally aimed at children. Mm. Uh, and speaking of, we're gonna dive into Dragon Ball Super. Which is aimed at everybody. Yes, but airs on Sunday nights, so or Sunday mornings. So, thusly, it's uh, not really going to ever be too bad. Uh, so, we are on episode... 124 and 125. 
124 and 125. Um, so we're getting, to, obviously, we're getting towards the climax. Um, episode 124, Dispo is wrecking Freeze's face. Freeze is like, ha, 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 this isn't even my final form. Goes golden. And then Dispo's like, ha, 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 this isn't even my final form. And goes like, Godspeed. Uh, and then Gohan's like, hey, 17, try not to die for a couple of minutes, okay? <laughs> and goes to help Frieza. Ugh. Uh, yeah. And they fight together and do stuff. And it works out pretty well. Frieza does his little beam laser thingies in a net because Dispo, that's really the only way they're going to catch Dispo. And even Gohan in his awakened state isn't, isn't fast enough to keep up with him. Um, so they team up and create a little net and make him bash into it a few times. And eventually Frieza's grip slips somehow. And the field goes down. And I think Gohan realized that it was on purpose, and I think everybody watching the show realizes that it was on purpose. And free and Gohan grabs Dispo from behind, a la the first five episodes of Dragon Ball Z, like his father did to his uncle, and says, Frieza knocked me off the edge. And Frieza's like, yeah, sure, okay, bye. And that's how Gohan gets out. Yep. Wow. Yeah, better than Piccolo. Father like son. (sighs) Better than Piccolo. Yes. Piccolo went out literally by a a bug. Literally. Um, That's okay. He can go spend time with his granddaughter now. Exactly. Um, She doesn't like cabbage. (laughs) No, celery. She hates celery. She She hates celery, okay? She likes her fish book, and when you make her bunny go hop hop, God, the dub man, Dragon Ball Super Dub's so good. Um, so, all right, so that's it. Gohan's out. Frieza's still in there. Dispo's gone. So we are down to Goku and Vegeta versus Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> uh, and Frieza and Seventeen, I suppose. <laughs> And they're there, too. Um, so, 125. Raul and I seemed very blasé about 124 just now. Who oh boy, they were saving up for 125, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, Topo, beautiful mustache, right? Mustache man. Giant hands. Likes to fist people. Um, like you do. He goes, He him and 17 are fighting, and he's getting frustrated because 17 has unlimited energy and uh, can keep... Defending his, uh, keeps, you know, not, you know, being affected by his laser blasts and everything like that. And so eventually he's just like, all right, so I got to end this in one punch. They get into a beam battle and Frieza shows up and does his Frieza thing by shooting him in the back. Topo, that is not 17. Um, Yeah, you have to specify with Frieza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's back shooting Topo. Topo's getting pissed off because justice. Um, And this villain is attacking him from behind. Um, But eventually he gets overtaken and his clothes go off. He's almost knocked out of the... Topo's almost knocked out of the ring and his clothes get flown off. And... He then goes, Topo's like, you know what? 
justice, villainy, who cares? And starts awakening a power that makes Jiren stop. And it turns out that he starts developing this purple energy and 17 throws an energy blast to him that is instantly destroyed. Topo is the next in line for Universe 11's God of Destruction and un- awakens that power because he's so pissed off at everything. Fuck this, fuck everything, I'm going to destroy it all. Yeah, and he almost does. Like, he wrecks, he rips the field in half. Like He wrecks Frieza, like, hardcore. Oh, Frieza's doing his Frieza like, ah, you silly person, I've absorbed destruction energy before. Yours is nothing. Why am I not just, why am I not absorbing this? Oh, God, why am I not absorbing mm. <laughs> Not quite. So, okay, and he just, he is a beast. Oh, yeah. 17 is barely hanging on. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, it's like, wait, the episode's over? No! Uh, Frieza was barely alive. Uh, He stops stops him from killing 17. Um, He gets almost thrown out of the ring, but 17 was supposed to hit Tapa with a rock and hit Frieza back back onto one of the floating platforms. Oh, sorry, I missed. That was meant for you. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then Topo's like, yeah, I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm I'm just like How can they fight a god of destruction? Yeah. Goku can barely fight one at 70%. He's not a full one yet, is the thing. Yeah, it's very it's very unfocused power. Like all of his little like destruction blasts that Beerus can do with a finger, he has to charge. Hmm. He's got the raw power, but he's got no control. Yeah. That that's absolutely it. Um and you know, it's and it's not flawless. Um, you know, he's he's um, but yeah, it's it was so good. Like it was so good, and it's like, yeah, join us next time. I was like, fuck no. So do you think it's gonna be a definite victory of Universe Seven? Or do you think it's gonna be a timeout? A a time Um I still think I still my my I'm not changing my bet. I'm still thinking that uh, Universe Seven will win. First canon appearance of Gogeta. Ha! So we're, we're, we we got a ticking clock in both the show and in episodes. Yeah. Uh, if nobody, if you guys haven't missed the, if you guys missed the news, um, Dragon Ball Super is going off at the end of March. Um, Bad. Not permanently. Um, it's obviously just a season f- season finale kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that set the universe ablaze because they're like, why didn't you say that? it's just a season finale? Why are you saying that's going off air? What are you doing to us? Also, why are they going on hiatus after a tournament arc? I don't know. Because it's Dragon Ball and they know people will come back. Yep, that is exactly And it. don't they dare give us a cliffhanger <coughs> no i think we'll get a, i think we'll get a, a finalization i think we're gonna i think it's gonna end then we're gonna get the wish which will be uh goku battle worlding everything together into one universe um so wait and, do the who's getting the wishes just the one it's wish the VIP, which technically right now is vegeta 
but because uh, he has knocked off twelve people. Oh, okay. Uh, the MVP. Yeah the the MVP gets the wish. Uh, the mm. universe doesn't. the The winning universe doesn't get destroyed. So how many does Goku? No, it's have? the VIP. Vegeta is prince. Exactly. Hmm. So yeah. Oh, I don't know about Gogeta. Why not? From a tactical standpoint, wouldn't Vegito make more sense? Yeah, but I just think that they're kind of at that point where they already did Vegito. Because yeah, Vegito was the answer to uh, Goku Black, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, he was the uh, he was the resolution for Goku Black. So we have to get more marketing involved. And <laughs> and Vegito is more Vegeta in control, right? Yeah, Gogeta is definitely more Goku in control. So, but uh, and Gogeta is fusion dance. Goge- uh, Vegito is Potara. Correct. Yeah, uh, Gogeta uh, Vegito is the more powerful one. Um, but I just think that it'll be. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it'll be. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by this. <laughs> Um, I, I just honestly don't think that they're going to be uh, doing that again. Yeah. So yeah, they, they've got they've got this crazy powerful that two Super Saiyan gods can't defeat, and then you've got someone who's even stronger than him who's got power of a god of destruction. Yeah, and six well, no, minutes I think left. He's still not as strong as Jiren. Jiren, I think, is just more focused, and that always proves to be more. Yeah, and they have and what six minutes you can, left. You can throw a thousand punches, but what counts is how many of them land. Exactly. Yeah. And Topo is at this point very unfocused and very, you know, chaotic. So I don't know. My 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 plans st- my my theory still sticks. Are because I'm, I'm only getting this through you guys. Are yeah. Tapo and Jiren in the same league? Uh, I, I did directly compare them to uh, Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> well, no, I I mean, are are they are they connected? Are they on the same team? Yeah, yes, yeah, they're both yeah. pride troopers of Universe Eleven. Do you think maybe Jiren's going to knock Tapo out for falling off his way? Possibly because Ooh. well no I mean even so Jiren uh, Jiren's like oh so this is this is the right he kind of goes this is what you're going with okay so I don't know if because the gods of destruction are not necessarily evil creatures they have they're a they're just balancing force yeah exactly if things get a proper god of destruction when things get too big they just blow it out and so the Kai's can rebuild because the Kai's they're, they're, are the- they're, they're, they're the brush fire that clears out the undergrowth. So new growth can take place. Exactly. Like beers would have, would beers would have taken out Frieza. Um, I think if Frieza started getting a little bit, too, well, no, cause beers actually hired Frieza. Like he created Frieza's army essentially. Hmm. Cause Frieza was basically doing his job for him. Yeah. And Beerus likes to sleep. Hmm. Well, he's a cat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I don't think that, I think current Frieza Beerus would have destroyed, and he tried to, he tried to, he, in the Resurrection F arc, he tried playing with Frieza and shot a destruction energy at him, and Frieza absorbed it in golden form. 
which Topo doesn't know how to control himself, so he just went full bore. Which makes me think that Beerus wasn't all that serious about destroying Frieza. Oh, no, not at all. Beerus is very rarely serious about anything with that. Except for pudding. Yes. Always the pudding. Fuck Majin Buu. <laughs> not kidding, it's my pudding. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, I really want to talk Kobayashi's Dragon Maid next week. Because I want to watch it. Hey. <laughs> It's next good. week or next episode. Next episode. You know what I mean. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Greatly appreciate it. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so. Geekioshow at gmail.com. Uh, all of the social medias are slash geekioshow. If you want to give us a voicemail, you can do so. 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. If you want to chat with us, you can do so there as well by going to geek-io.net slash discord. Um... And thanks again for Jonathan Young for letting me use his Attack on Titan cover for our intro. He just released the second one. I might take a better swing at the season two Attack on Titan cover because it doesn't it doesn't get chopped up easily. <laughs> uh, anything else before we head on out of here? Uh, watch watch the Mummy. We yes. watch. I'm going to go watch more more Mummy. Oh yeah, all of this still stuff, a better mummy than Tom Cruise. Oh all of yeah, this stuff can be streamed legally via Crunchyroll. Please do not pirate. Yeah, the there's a reason why. Release. There's a reason why I have not even started watching uh, Seven Deadly Sin season two yet. It's out there. I am avoid. I have had to leave almost all of my uh, all of my groups for it. But <clears throat> it's because Your experience will remain pure. I cannot. I can't support the official release, so I'm not going to do bad things about it all the ones we're talking about are crunchyroll amazon has uh, has unleashed the gates of anime strike if you have prime by the way if you have prime and twitch if you have prime and a twitch account you can subscribe to us with twitch prime for free uh, um and so all that i'm interested in i want to watch um waifu bloody roar from what i could tell of it is killing bites i want to watch that i just haven't had the time to it's on amazon I'll talk about that next time, probably. Waifu, bloody, okay. Yeah, the video game Bloody Roar. Yeah, I know. I, I remember. That's why it's like, oh god, for yeah. Life. I want to see. I want to see the. Cl- I want to see the dumpster fire that it is because I can almost <laughs> dumpster fire, but I want to see it. Also, go watch the uh, the ending dance sequence for the first season of Blood Blockade Battlefront because it makes my heart happy. Yay, dance exits. Speaking of dax- dance exits, uh, it's time for a dance exit from our favorite water buffalo we'll see you next time bye hi my name is water buffalo and i hope you've enjoyed this uk media network production copyright 2018 you see how that works Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>